Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Foulball Area Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Atkins, alongside my co-host, Trey Lyle, and we are excited to be back with another episode this week, breaking down everything that's going on in the offseason, all of the hot stove news that you need to know from the 2022 Major League Baseball offseason. And we're going to get right into it because we've got a big deal that just went down. Trey, you know I'm talking about Noah Syndergaard going to the Dodgers on a one-year deal. I mean, that's got to be the biggest thing that's happened in the last 24 hours, right? Yeah, last 24 hours. Yeah, that definitely is it. You know, uh, the Dodgers had a great, uh, a solid arm to their rotation. Just let's get more stars. I mean, his hair is going to be fit for that Dodgers team. You know, you got Thor. You basically just build the Avengers, I guess, with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Get Thor. They could get some other uh, Avengers in there out in Los Angeles. That's I mean, not depending on the World the, Baseball Classic, they could have Captain America. So, and true. True. Then you get, because I, I think Mookie, yeah, Mookie's playing it. So we'll make Mookie Captain America. Um, then what else? Who can be the Incredible Hulk? And then you got Hawkeye, uh, Iron Man, of course. And then, um, am I missing someone? I guess Hawkeye would have Black. to be a, a a pitcher, you know, with the accuracy. And then someone has to be Black Widow, which could be Dustin May because he's got the there, long yeah, red there hair. There you go. There you go. Man, this is not the direction I thought we were going to go beginning this episode. <laughs> um, I knew where you were going, but I just figured let's have some fun to start out because uh, a movie, you know, a contract that was probably almost the budget of probably the first Avengers movie, movie was signed yesterday. Probably. Yeah, uh, so Noah Syndergaard to the Dodgers, one-year, $13 million deal. That's a good deal for the Dodgers. Not actually the biggest thing that's happened in the past day or so. Uh, that would be Carlos Correa signing a massive contract with the San Francisco Giants. It is 13 years, $350 million. Congratulations to Carlos Correa. Good job by the Giants getting an elite shortstop. I've just got to say, though, I did not expect this, and I honestly don't think Correa deserves a contract this big. He's a very good player, but 13 years, 350? That is insane. I never thought he would get a contract that large. Yeah. um, Lots of money for, you know. This might answer your question. When the market closed on December 14th, 2022, United Parcel Service... You hear that? Alexa, yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah, it'll, my Alexa just go off mid-show. Okay. Um, Carlos Correa, um, you know, signing that deal is huge here. And, uh, yeah, I, I didn't expect it. He's not the best player at his position. I mean, he's the World Series champion, but... You know, the Giants went bin game hunting with uh, to get a face and Aaron Judge, and they missed out. They all, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, they 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 signed Arson Judge, which was good for them, and they've also now signed uh, Carlos Correa. <laughs> yeah, we will get more on that in a second. But Carlos Correa, um, 
I, I do have to give him some credit. You know, he's a very good player. I was looking at his stats this morning because I, I saw the I saw the news when I woke up on uh today, Wednesday morning, that he had signed that contract. And I was looking at his stats and, you know, they're good. But when you look at his war, that's where he shines. He had 5.4 wins above replacement this past season. And that's more than a lot of really good players around Major League Baseball. But you look at some of the other stats, you know, 291 average. That's good. He's a good contact hitter. 366 on base percentage, 467 slugging. So those aren't really elite numbers. Uh, 22 home runs. That's fine. That's decent. 64 RBIs. That's pretty low. Even for him, that's uh, one of the lowest that he's had in his career. So not a great season last year. Decent. Definitely, you know, not a bad year, but for a guy that's won Rookie of the Year and a two-time All-Star, won one Gold Glove Award, where is the the metrics coming from that he's getting a contract this large? I just don't understand it. I don't know how, you know, it's got to be because of the way the market has played out already this offseason, but if this was any other year, I mean, especially, I mean, you look at last year. He's, he was a free agent last year, and he, he signed a two-year signed, deal. Yeah. He signed a two-year deal with the Twins, and he made about $30 million this year. And then it, all it takes is opting out after that one year and he gets a massive contract. So good for him. He definitely played his cards right. But I just don't see how a team can look at the stats he's put up and say, yeah, we'll go ahead and give him $350 million. We want him just, to be our shortstop until he's 41 years old. It reeks of desperation by the Giants who are basically in this arms race because look at the moves San Diego are making. Look at the moves or the Dodgers are making. They thought, all right, if we get Aaron Judge, that's that's our face. That's the piece we need to compete with them. And then they don't. He comes back to the Yankees, and they're like, well, this is the biggest quote-unquote name left. Let's throw a bunch of money at him and see what we can do. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be what they were thinking. You know, Dane Swanson is still a free agent. He's not going to get that kind of contract. The Giants weren't going to give him that, that kind of offer. Uh, Carlos Correa was really the only elite player left still out there after – the the last couple of signings that we've had but man 13 years he will be 41 years old when this contract is up which is crazy and another speaking of 41 year old shortstops xander bogarts formerly of the boston red sox is headed to san diego he will be the padres new shortstop starting next year and he signed a deal that will take him through his age 41 season an 11 year contract with the San Diego Padres. So again, congratulations to Xander Bogarts, but I just don't see how this is a smart personnel decision when you're going to have a 41-year-old at shortstop at the end of this contract. But I mean, it's a great a great deal for the player. So you got to give them credit. Um, obviously, the team thought that it was worth it. 11 years, $280 million. He had, he's, he's a great player, but I just... I just can't see the logic behind signing a player for that long when you know how old they're going to be at the end of that deal. Especially when you have a premier shortstop. Exactly. Like, I mean, what are they going to do guess, with Fernando Tatis' back? I guess keep him in the outfield or maybe shuffle around their DH. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, Bogarts definitely put him at shortstop over Tatis. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. So I just I, meant a premier, like, he's a premier player. Like, Yeah, he, he is, for sure. Premier shortstop. He's people. But he belongs in that conversation. I I, I know Bocarts is better defensively. But yeah, I mean, um, Tatis has had some some issues defensively before. So and maybe that's why. Injuries. And again, I think it's 
the pressure from the Dodgers. The Dodgers have this superstar lineup, this, and you need an arms race. And San Diego's like, it, it, you know, I, I'll I'll put it this way, and I'll say the same thing for Korea, the Korea contract. If the Giants or the Padres win it, win one to two World Series, because the Padres are gonna have to spend a lot more. You know, obviously you throw in a Juan Soto effect here, but uh, you know, the like it's clear that the Dodgers are gearing up, and I would argue the New York teams are gearing up for you know the biggest contract in baseball history, which is coming when a guy who plays the angels is coming free soon and the Padres and the giants kind of, I think reek of desperation of, all right, we just, we got to, we got to compete. We're not going to win this division unless we have a all-star team. It feels like, and so we're going to overspend. And if we win a world series in the next two years, then it's worth it. Despite the big paycheck on the back end. And you know, they're doing what they got to do. They made it to the NLCS this year. So they made it very far. Uh, You know, they missed out on, the biggest free agent of this year's offseason, Aaron Judge. So then they had to go out and they, you know, the Giants and the Padres, they missed out on Aaron Judge and they're overcompensating by going after these shortstops. But if that's what they think is going to help them win, help them get to the World Series, I mean, the Giants just last year, they won uh, the most games in the league. They won over 100 games and then they got knocked out in the first round by the Dodgers. The Padres this year, you know, they made it to the NLCS, a very great season, but both teams, they want to get back there. They want to get to the World Series and bring home a championship. But I mean, you're right. The Dodgers are always standing in their way. So I think they are doing what they think they need to do to build their team up and be able to win a championship. It's just a lot of money and a lot of years. That's the thing that really you know, that that really confuses me is giving that long of a contract to these players that are already 30 years old. But if that's what they think is going to help them win, go for it. Uh, we're working backwards chronologically in the, the terms yeah. of when these contracts were signed. Matt had his first anniversary last week. Let's give him a round of applause while you're, you Thank know, you. if you're driving. Thank you. And so uh, he was on his, he was on a vacation last week. And so we, we, we didn't record, but but we, we were did. texting, and oh, uh, I, was, I would love to have seen what you were actually. It was live on reacting. the air. It was live on the air when the first when the arson news, arson judge news broke, and I, I mean, I, I had like I had this look of like you have to be blank and kidding me. I was like, <laughs> I was starting to think of the rant that I was going to have for this podcast. Like that's honestly, like I was like, like you just signed Brian Cashman to a four year contract. You extend him, and you're the New York effing Yankees. You don't get outspent by anyone in the history of the sport, and you. this is the face of your franchise. And then the reports changed. And I was like, all right. John Hammond got to it. We just wanted to get there first for some reason. But Rosenthal and Paston hadn't tweeted it. I was like, all right, this isn't true yet. All by right. the way, for anyone that's listening and confused by Arson Judge, he that tweeted was, Arson uh, Judge to the Giants, and I honestly thought it was a different player. I was like, "Who is Arson Judge?" <laughs> misspelling by John Heyman when he tried to break the news, the the fake news. Um, uh, I mean, it, it's I not, thought it's not it was that a, far off, Ar- but it's like Ar- he, well, I don't know. He just yeah, mistyped the judge. letter. He just forgot an A, <laughs> and. I was like, you done? I think all of the, you know, Key and Kelbit, you done effed up, A.A. A. Rawson, <laughs> or something like Like, John Heyman can, I was like, he should go to jail. Like I said, I, no, he shouldn't. He's, he, I, 
like he does provide good insight sometimes, but like, come on, man, this is literally the biggest baseball story. Last what five years? Yeah, yeah. At least with free agency, and then he. I know you want to get there first. He's like, oh, I heard this report, and I was like, you got to be kidding. Like, oh, but I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah. He says, sorry, I jumped the gun. Like, come on, you got to be better than that. I bet you someone who was praying the Giants get this figured out was John Heyman, <laughs> and they didn't. Hal Steinbrenner, so basically what it came down to, the Padres and the Giants were in the $400 million range. He talked to Hal Steinbrenner, and all he wanted was a ninth year, and Hal gave in, and Aaron Judge earned himself basically $130 million in a season. It was eight years, 230. We got nine, one, three, uh, 360. That's incredible. Yeah. That is incredible. I, it just adds to context that this might be the greatest individual season of all time. Like, I mean, name a season worth more. Like $130, $130 million is a lot of money. Like, that would be a big contract for one <laughs> yeah. player. Like a five-year, $130 million contract. He got that and basically earned that in one year for how he played. And he yep. deserves it. And he's going to become the captain. It, that's the reports, at least. Like, he'll be the first captain since Derek Jeter. He basically already has been the face of the team since Jeter left, and he came on. So I, yeah, it, it had to be done. It, it 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 was ultimately what I felt like at the end. It was like it had to be done. The Yankees don't ever. This never happens. To the Yankees. It's gonna get done, and I had that confidence except for like a five minute window when it looked like he was going to the Giants. I you know we both we both said we thought he was gonna go back to New York, and, and I yelled. That, by the way, when you texted me and I saw the news pop up, he was re-signing the Yankees, I audibly yelled, thank God. And I was also <laughs> live on the air then on our morning show. And it, luckily during a break, and it scared the co-host. Or the host. <laughs> I'm not the host. I'm not a co-host. I'm the, the host of the show. Because I, she was like, what? Did you? I was like, and then I had to explain to her what happened. Very, very good for the Yankees. Uh, I'm happy for you too, Trey. And if they can get Carlos Rodon, that's a big offseason. Yeah. Yeah, he's still in play. Um, as a as a fan who knows what it's like to lose your franchise player, I'm very happy for you. I'm glad that you can be in this situation. I'm glad that Aaron Judge will most likely finish his career with the New York Yankees. So good job by them getting it done, being committed to bringing him back to New York, especially after the season that he had. I mean, he is the face of the franchise. He's arguably the face of the league right now. He is the best player in the league right now. So you can't let a player like that get away. So great job by the Yankees getting it done. Nine years, $360 million, massive contract, the biggest free agent contract in baseball history. So congratulations to Aaron Judge. Like you said, great job by him betting on himself turning down that offer last offseason and hoping that he would get a better one after this season, and he did. So great job by him. Absolutely massive contract. And he will be the highest paid player in terms of the average annual value in MLB history, $40 million a year. Lots of money. Lots of money. Lots of money. Uh, yeah, so that that's all the big free agent moves that have happened in the past two weeks, uh, a couple of other, you know, smaller moves have happened here and there. Um, the Twins signed catcher Christian Vasquez for three years, $30 million. 
The Giants also brought in a pitcher. They got Ross Stripling for two years, $25 million. Um, couple of other moves here and there. Some uh, Chris Bassett going to the Blue Jays, starting pitcher for three years, $63 million. Um, Let's see. Brandon Nimmo re-signing with the Mets, eight years, 162. So big deal for Brandon Nimmo. Good for him getting paid over there. The Braves, a little bit of a questionable deal by the Braves. They traded Sean Mer- or they traded William Contreras to the Brewers, and they got back Sean Murphy from the A's in a three-team deal. I am not a fan of this trade. I love William Contreras. He is a great catcher, and he's only 24 years old. Sean Murphy is 28 years old, and his offensive stats were not as great as Contreras this season. Plus, the Braves gave up Contreras and Kyle Muller and two other players. They gave up... Hold on. All right, let me... It's a three-team deal, so it's a little confusing. But they gave up four players, and they got one in return. Not a good deal, in my it opinion. It saves money. I mean, it saves money, but I it just... It's like, what, $8 million or something like that? I just don't... I just don't like it. I really like Contreras. Yeah, the Mur- dude was an all-star. Yeah, he's great. And, I mean, I mean, yeah, you look at Murphy's stats. He's coming off a five-war season. He was a great defensive catcher. He hit 18 homers, but I just think Contreras is better and younger, and I don't like giving up that many players. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I felt weird about it, and I guess if they re-signed Dansby, it might be okay. Um, maybe that's why they made the move, is because they were afraid they wouldn't be able to afford getting Dansby back. Um, Or they got one... This all could be something that they have a big... Gigantic moves, you know, kind of waiting in the wings, which I wouldn't be shocked if that happens. It could be. It could be. And, you know, I hope so because they, yeah, I'm just not a fan of that deal. And like you mentioned, Dansby Swanson still unsigned, still out there. He's a, you know, this is a good thing for him. The Carlos Correa signing is really good for Dansby Swanson because now he is the last shortstop on the market. And there are a lot of teams that still need shortstops. The Cubs, the Red Sox, who lost Sander Bogarts, the Braves, obviously. So there's three teams out there that should pay up for a shortstop. So Dansby Swanson's in a really good position right now because he's the last one remaining. And with the way the market's played out this year, he can he can command a lot of money. He could. I mean, I guess you could argue the Red Sox have Trevor Story and they just move him to shortstop. They could do that. Yeah. So, but I, I think Dansby's staying with the Braves um, at this point. But uh, he might. Uh, him and Rodon are probably the two biggest names that are, you know, left out there right now. Yeah. Uh, do you want to pull up our predictions, Trey, and see how many we've gotten right out of the players that have signed so far? So, of the ones I've gotten right so far, Aaron Judge, Trey Turner, which is, I think we missed that. Trey Turner got a big contract from Philadelphia, um, reuniting with his BFF, Bryce Harper. Uh, we both said Xander would stay in Boston. That was wrong. Um Carlos Correa, we both said to go to Chicago with the Cubs. That was wrong. Both say Dansby stay with Atlanta. We don't know about that. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, obviously we talked about that. Uh, he's signing with the Texas Rangers in a big deal. We both said he would go to your Atlanta Braves. That's not happening. Uh, speaking of Carlos Rodon, I said he'd go to the Rangers after uh, DeGrom misses out, or they miss out on DeGrom. Obviously, I got that wrong, and you said the Mets. That's not happening. 
as Justin Verlander went to the Mets. I said he stayed in Houston. You said he would go to the Dodgers. They obviously signed a different veteran pitcher in Nolan Syndergaard. And then Brandon Nimmo, you, I said go to Colorado. You said goes to the Mets. You got that one right. Nice. Uh, yeah, it has been a while since the last episode that we recorded. So, yeah, I think we we haven't um, touched on Trey Turner yet. You got that one right. Nice prediction there. Uh, I was surprised at how big of a contract he got. I mean, yeah, me too. But if Philadelphia thinks they're going to win, like, like I said, I think it's the same case with all this. It's it's a position of I don't want to say a lot of depth in the league, but it it definitely is a position where it's hard to find that elite shortstop. And Trey yeah. Turner is probably the best. I mean, he's maybe the best you know hitter in terms of hitting for average consistently, and he's a really yeah. good defensive shortstop. So. If you had told me though that he's, Trey Turner was going to get an eleven-year, three hundred million dollar deal, three hundred million dollars—that's your leadoff hitter. I mean, he's essentially going to be your yeah leadoff hitter. So Philadelphia, I mean, they they got so close last year to winning it all. They think maybe we're one two pieces away, and this is the move they needed to make. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's a definitely a good player, a great great addition by the Phillies that. $300 million is the surprising part for me. I, I would have expected maybe low 200s for him. But again, you know, good for Bryce all Harper these players text. that are getting... It's the Bryce Harper text. <laughs> He's Bryce Harper's best friend. Yeah, there you go. So now the Phillies have two big contracts. But I think the way they're structured, it actually benefits the team in a way because it's not as much uh, annual value and the team is still able to add some other pieces around them. So they, they are massive contracts but they're also good for the team so you yeah. know great great job by the Phillies front office getting that done and good for Trey Turner getting that money yeah I uh, agree Verlander to the Mets I don't like it as it's two old pitchers as your two old pitchers as you're starting to is going to be interesting I do like seeing Verlander and Scherzer back together and yeah, like, I texted we... you about this I, if if they end up winning the World Series Detroit Tigers fans are just going to lose it. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, what's an organization we can copy that I think will provide us a championship? Ah, yes, the Detroit Tigers. I don't know if that's the best idea. I mean, Verlander's coming off the Cy Young Award. He just won another he's World Series 39. with the Astros. He's also 39. But when he, he's pitching like he did last year. Fair I, point. Scherzer's still pitching really well. I mean, I get it. it the Mets are having the biggest payroll in baseball. They're going to have a half a billion dollar payroll, it seems. And they're, they're like, we're winning it this year. Like, that's kind of their, their mindset. We're going to win this year. We're going to have all these pieces, and we're going to just go forward. Um, but would you rather have... Justin Verlander or Jacob DeGrom? Right I'd now, rather, I would I'd take Verlander. I'd say DeGrom. It depends. If, like, I would take Verlander on a short, maybe like a one year deal over DeGrom on a longer deal because DeGrom, he's just, you never know when he's going to be healthy. Verlander Fair. Fair. was really reliable last year and had a fantastic season. DeGrom is great when he's healthy. He He's the best pitcher in baseball when he's healthy. It's just a big if. So, yeah, That's right now true. I would take Verlander on a on a one year deal over Degrom. I get your point. All right. Uh, what are your? Gotta... Oh, go uh, ahead. Well, I was going to say we got to wrap up here in a bit, but uh, I just want to touch on something that you sent me earlier. An interesting find via Shout out to uh, Reddit Baseball. Yeah, baseball, baseball Reddit. on Reddit. Um, great, great page by the way. Uh, someone had a 
spreadsheet that shows how often each team has made the playoffs since moving to their current city. And right at the top, the New York Yankees. They have spent 119 seasons in New York. They have made it to the playoffs 58 times. That is 48.74%. That leads the league. Basically, every other year, the Yankees are making the playoffs. And, and this and most of those years, you think about it, only they just had the World Series when they first were in New York. Because like you would basically have to win the American League in, yeah. the, in the regular season, and they'd play the World Series. Right? Or they had the ALCS. Yeah. That used to that used to be it was just the the winners of each league, right to the World the Series. Then they the added the LCS. I don't know when, but a long time this ago. This shows how uh, incredible that is. Right behind the Yankees is the Atlanta Braves. They have been Best in two- Atlanta for fifty six seasons. They've made the playoffs twenty four of those seasons for a forty two point eight six percent playoff best bid. two organizations in the sport matt that's just there we go. what it means good for us give us your thoughts i'll uh, i'll hit you with the wrap-up give you give us your thoughts on free agency where do you think the rest of the signees are going to go any big moves maybe a big trade going to happen world baseball classic also coming up give us your thoughts about that we'll probably preview that soon ish because that's coming up beginning of next year uh christmas themed episode next week i'm assuming for us we'll figure it out as my Christmas tree is in the background of this Zoom call. And uh, we're going to have some fun next week. So at Trey Lau, VT, at Matkins, Matt in the news. If I can ever get his Twitter handle right, say it again. Matkins news. Yeah, that's it. I don't know why I always add the end. Matkins news. Uh, at Foul Ball Area. Make sure you like and subscribe. Give us the five-star review. Thank you so much for listening to the Foul Ball Area podcast. Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.